Y'all ready? We ready. Showroom, y'all ready? Hello, hello, welcome back to Delicious Tears. I'm your host of Solution, and this time we are going back to Goat Talk. All right, I warned you all that we we're coming up with Goat Talk, and this is basically part two of the TNT show. I got a special guest. Nah, nah, this dude's the co host today. My dude, Tommy, two times. We did the TNT show at KSYM for almost two years, and if you live in San Antonio, even around the world, you know all about us. We're some old dudes with a heavy, heavy knowledge of hip-hop culture and sports. Tommy, talk to him, man. Hey, hold up, man. Old dudes? Yeah, we're some old dudes, man. Uh, <laughs> man. We got to come in like that. All right. Yeah. You know what? We got to be transparent. I understand the honesty. That's how we are. We ain't trying to fake the funk on nobody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, y'all. This is Tommy Two Times here with Man Solution. Glad to be here. Appreciate the invite. Glad to be on the show. Let, let's talk to him. Yeah, let's talk to him. So... The way we do goat talk is we got to pay homage to the great James Todd Smith who came up with the acronym KIDS. LL Cool J coined the acronym GOAT, which is what, Tommy? Greatest of all times. Definitely. And what greatest of all times means that um, it means that you are the epitome of your element within the culture or you're one of the greats. And what we're going to do is hand out these flowers and the praise for the greats in sports and in hip-hop culture. Whether it's a DJ, a, a rapper, a producer, you know, any any type of uh, element within the hip-hop culture and in sports, we're going to do the same thing. You know, it could be basketball, football, whatever, tennis, badminton. <laughs> I don't know any badminton players so i just threw that out there for comedy purposes but we're going to dedicate you know a, a good amount of minutes to these topics right here so we're gonna go with sports first so tommy you hit me up with a a plethora a myriad a cornucopia of topics for us to discuss and um we didn't quite make it to this part on the tnt show and the fans missed out on this so we're going to give it give this to the fans right now so the greatest all times in sports accomplishments. So with basketball, it is widely um, assumed and coined and certified that Michael Jeffrey Jordan is the greatest of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about, uh, you know, Mr. Michael Jeffrey his accomplishments that say hey this, this guy's the goat would be one of those that you would say to say hey you can't deny that far as are you talking about as as a skill set or one of the people that will compete against him far as a goat a uh, skill set skill set let's go with skill set um well man the proof is in the pudding just look if you watch you can just google and pull up youtube and just watch what he did the thing about Jordan being that you and I were blessed and privileged enough to watch him when he actually played not only was he fundamentally sound yeah 
but he literally on the fly could switch it up and still beat you and dominate you and that's a key fact right there when you look at um early mj he he was adjusting but people took for granted that he was carrying that team when he got the help as we like to say and he got his his uh his robin to his batman we saw that mike would have nights where he wasn't amazing you know he was good right. he was solid so he was switched to another skill set and people forget that michael jordan is one of the the greatest defenders ever because you look at his highlight reel is him dunking on people sinking game winning shots crossing people over you know slashing through the paint you know just hanging in the air but they rarely show him with those steals uh-huh. you know? and uh-huh. locking people down just in your face harassing you and you know just taking over the game and uh, i think that's the part that's a skill set that the dominance um that i'm not gonna let you beat me because hey i'm off with the shooting tonight but guess what you're not gonna be doing much shooting yourself exactly yeah so yeah um you know the the skill set right there being able to to go from the offensive defensive um the stalwart the the giant like man we can't he only has 15 but he's done all this other stuff and he's freeing up his teammates and that's something we don't see a lot in today's game no no and i think a lot of that to be fair um i would say significantly since the mid to late 90s Mm -hmm. the game has gone through a lot of transitions and changed a lot yeah yeah this Um, shot selection is a telling um you know a uh, trait of that you know one of, one of the, the topics right there you know that will lend credence to shot selection and also the type of players that are coming into the league now mm-hmm. and their skill sets they aren't asking these guys to be uh great defenders and a lot of these guys are asking them literally to become positionless basketball players yes yes so that has a lot to do with it and also which i think maybe people don't pay attention to this starts back in junior high school and high school with something called AAU. Yeah, yeah. And that is, I believe, is a key part of the development of these players. Mm-hmm. Their mindset and how they play the game when it goes from high school to college, or maybe not even college, maybe a year at college if, if best. Yeah, best. Or going overseas to play yeah. pro and then coming right into the NBA. Yep. yep. So a lot of those are factors, reason why the game has evolved and changed the way it is today. Yeah, I agree with you totally. Um, AU ball, score, 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 score. There was a um, a graphic, I, I believe, uh, one of the, the shows on ESPN that showed like the shot selection uh, from the '90s till present day. Mm-hmm. The three point shot was uh, as needed if it was there. Exactly. Where it was in the paint perimeter, and it was it was all about um, high percentage. Right, you know, and and that's why we saw you know a lot of those eighty eighty five point games you know per team. Um, now uh-huh. it's nothing to see a one fifteen one twenty game. It's kind of like mm, yeah, okay, there yeah, it is, yeah, there it is, yeah. Oh, defense, yeah, it's like the McDonald's All Star <laughs> Classic every night. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they just get in front of somebody a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> and and another thing that has happened in the NBA. Yeah. On the business end of it, which mm. I'm all for for people to go in there and get in their brand yeah, or their money. bag, yeah, is basically 
how we used to do as some guys did when you play pickup ball you come with your starting five yep you didn't want him, him and randomly him. pick yeah. you got a five we good so that's mm-hmm. kind of what's happening now the yeah. players have that power yeah to literally jump to a team that they yep. choose and it's pretty pretty much almost an all-star team yep and it, it, i mean it's entertaining for the fans but I, I would like to say the uh the purity of the game is suffering from that big time where uh you know franchises aren't asked to uh draft and develop and, and let these guys build you know bringing the, the key pieces and stuff like that where now right. it's like uh get proven vets and put them together if your your salary cap can handle it uh-huh. and you know within a year or two actually coming expecting for them to get a championship right away believe it or not but within a year or two they they want results you know Uh they want them hoisting that that trophy so those jerseys can be sold those hats can be sold those seats can be filled and the concessions can be purchased and um you know if that part of the nba is really you know sick in my stomach a little bit i'm like develop these guys you know and you know we got the one and done thing that goes down and stuff like that and you know the nba put the rule in about uh, what is it? you got to be at least 19 20 something like that a year out of I high believe school so. yeah so you know these guys are going to kentucky and louisville and playing for a year and they're going to the league because they feel like they they have done enough au and the big stage in college for a year that you see my body of work i'm good right you know and that has really really hurt the game and um i, I get it it's entertaining but um we may never see well, we had the malice in the palace, so we're oh, not wow. going to see the level of defense and physicality in the NBA ever again. Oh, and no. I think a lot of these guys are just too buddy-buddy now. Oh, yeah. 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 That yeah. competitive dislike isn't there anymore. Nah. You know? And and it's, um, yeah, you're right. You're right, man. It's it's rare. unless And you might see it towards like actually in, in the playoffs is when you can see it there might be a few here and there throughout mm-hmm. the season a few yeah but you'll more or less see guys um i don't know practicing their coordinated dance and handshakes yeah. during the end of games or middle of games then you'll mm-hmm. see animosity building it's, right. it's tough but you know where they show the animosity at and this is once again showing our age and the, the signs of the times on social media social media yeah, that's where you'll see the animosity. Oh my goodness! The, you know the, the pettiness. Looking like, come on, man, you're a millionaire. You, know? yeah. you have no problems like us. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna move on to records. Um, yeah, one of the the defining uh, elements of greatness is your win loss record at, mm-hmm. at big moments. The the killer instinct is um, one of those un- ungraded, but is there. Uh, measurables that when right. the game is on the line, can I trust you? Exactly. Are you gonna take it? And um, I love LeBron. You and I have this debate all the time. I call you like you know, LeBron is stand. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we've done this on live air a couple of times with me poking at, at uh Tommy, you know, uh, about this. He he loves LeBron, but he knows that LeBron isn't the greatest, he's one of the greats. Um, and LeBron, I, I really feel that LeBron is one of the greats. He's the greatest of this generation. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to take anything from you, um, LeBron James. You're the greatest of this generation. But one, what the thing that you will not ever take over is the fact at the end of the season, and you're on that big stage, 
and um you're trying to get that gold trophy to hoist up you have losses mm. and you have more losses than wins mm-hmm. yes it's amazing that you've been so many times I mm-hmm. give you that to be able to get your team there is something but let's in comparison let's look at the Buffalo Bills mm. a four year run yeah. to the Super Bowl to the Super Bowl with the K-Gun offense and you collapsed now the first one I give them that that could have been a win but the other ones you, you clearly were beaten you were right. beaten so it nobody remembers the second place team unless you constantly go all the time and lose right right yeah it's like who lost the Super Bowl in 82 we, most people can't remember unless that was your team exactly you know, might have been the Raiders versus Washington all right. But yeah, nobody remembers the, the team that lost the Super Bowl unless you were a fan of that team. But Michael Jordan, people always say, you know, the saying is you get to the finals, don't worry about it. You know, mm-hmm. matter of fact, don't even take an outfit for game seven because he doesn't, <laughs> he didn't do game sevens. Nope. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. He did that. He's like, all right, we've been out here long enough. This is right. enough. All right, the NBA has got their advertising dollars. Um, let's get out of here. The NBA does not like sweeps. They don't. They despise sweeps. They're losing money with sweeps. Uh-huh. Because think about it. Have you not seen uh-huh. games where the other team was clearly um, outclassed and they somehow manage a win? And it's I a blow. Right, I can tell you um, a finals, and you probably remember this too. Clearly, this team all season long was the dominant team in the league and it was mm-hmm. like they're literally unstoppable so much so when it came to the playoffs yeah they literally pretty much if i'm not mistaken i think they swept everybody mm-hmm. until they got to the finals and they lost one game against yeah. a team literally you could say this was david against goliath mm-hmm. are you familiar with what i'm talking about yeah 2001 yep Lakers against Lakers, Sixers. Sixers. Yep. Literally, David and Goliath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, that right there, on paper and looking at how they were playing, what was going on, yeah. you could say, yeah, the Lakers are going to sweep everybody. No, nope, you don't have a chance. But somehow, some way, in LA, the team that was broken with no score except for one guy yep. was able to pull it off. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. Well, let me go ahead and step over your future head coach. <laughs> man. That is, unfortunately, that's part of his legacy, man. You know, yeah. AI stepped over you. You had the corn rolls. Uh, I remember I was in Louisiana for some training. I watched. I was like, "Oh, that's disrespectful, man!" Oof. Oh my goodness! But it in showed you the ten- yeah, the tenacity of Allen Iverson was impressive, man. I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was in front of their bench too. Yeah, it was. It wow. was. Yeah. So that that six and zero record by um, Michael Jordan, um, we may not in our lifetime see that taken down. Just just because of the way the league is. Yeah. So I I came up on something interesting. Um, Houston. Houston said, had MJ actually played those two seasons, they would have beat them anyway. Because they didn't have an answer for their big men. 
so Michael Jordan's also been on record saying that he only was concerned or and or feared a certain player at certain moments. And he said it was Hakeem. Yep. He said true. that. You know? That's true. Yeah. He said because you shouldn't have a man that size moving like that and mm-hmm. adjusting like that. You know, and people don't uh, celebrate Hakeem enough outside of Houston. You know? No. They they don't. It's kind of like the, the Houston run was on. Oh, yeah, that's because Jordan wasn't playing. <laughs> right. You know, hey, Clyde, you finally got one from him because <laughs> he wasn't there. Uh-huh. Uh, and you, you think about here's another interesting thing. It's one of those unwritten records, but it's within the, it's a cultural record. A lot of great players, a lot of Hall of Fame players don't have a championship because of Michael and those boys. And of it's course. unfortunate. You would love to see Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley, Reggie, uh, Miller. Reggie Miller. You know, these guys that just put it all on the line to say, I can stop Mike. You know? Right. And, John uh, Stockton, Carl yeah, Gary Payton. Gary Payton. Um, I mean, yeah, Sean Kemp. You know, these amazing uh-huh. players just like, I ran up against Chicago, man. You know, I got some yeah. conference championships. Uh, right. You know, it's just... <sighs> And you look at the Knicks. The Knicks basically designed their team to stop them, and they felt like we're going to do it the Piston way. Uh-huh. And it worked to an extent, but they realized that you had a Jordan in his prom and a Pippen in his prom. They was like, we're not playing with y'all like this again, man. We we the know thing- how. Yeah, we learned from Detroit. We know what you got to. We got to bang with you. The thing about watching, literally watching Michael Jordan. And I became a fan because I wasn't a fan of his at first because I was a diehard Hoya Paranoia Georgetown Hoya mm-hmm. fan and he beat them. Mm-hmm. But watching him, it got to a point I'm like, can some scheme coach, offensive player, defensive player, can someone actually stop them? Is it even possible? Because just when you think they had his number, yeah. somehow it's like he, he figures went it out. to another level. He yeah. got a cheat code. And you're looking at these guys, and you can see the guys, their body language, their expression. They're like, I don't know what else to do. Like, yeah. It's yeah. it, it just like, what can you do? Yeah. It was almost impossible. It was like, he literally was a whole nother level. Like, yeah. you get close to his level, and he's like, okay, you mm-hmm. caught up? Mm-hmm. Bye. Gotcha. Like a track meet. Yeah. Like, I'm letting you catch up a little bit, and okay, I'll see you. Bye. I'm gone. Yeah. It's <laughs> like he, he would sit on the bench for those. You know, 12, 15 minutes in the game sometimes, if that. And it's like he was figuring stuff out as he just passionately chewed that gum and that death stare that he would have. And it's like, what's going through his head? And he was figuring stuff out. It's like, okay, defensively, I'm not doing it tonight. Offensively, I'm on. Now, I know you're keying in on me, but I got shooters. You know, I got penetrators. You know, uh-huh. I, I got a dude that might get four points in the game, and he's cool with that. But he got uh, twelve offensive rebounds, fourteen uh-huh. defensive rebounds, and eight blocks. Uh-huh. What are you going to do with that? And it opens up so many different things when they just pulling people off the bench to fill in those points that Michael didn't get, and he was fine with that. It's it's hard to find players in this league right now that'll sacrifice. You know the the stat lines and and say hey you had an off night and all this stuff and it's like hey look at the end result right you know 
And you're right, Michael Jordan was a walking cheat code. Like the player you design, and your friends are like, that's not fair. Don't put him out there. You playing with these made up created players. Right. Because he was so dominant. His his uh, quote unquote bad games were good games for great players. <laughs> yeah. 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 That that's mind boggling. So um this is a good segue to the third one, and we're gonna move on to um hip hop championships. Now uh-huh. one thing um people want to put an asterisk next to Michael Jordan and say, Well, yeah, he's got six, but Bill Russell has more. What do you say to True. that, Tom? True, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, Bill Russell has what, eleven? Eleven, I think. Very and different say, different league back then. Smaller league. And, it, and this is what I'm gonna say to that. Uh-huh. Let's look at when he played. Yep. I'm not gonna knock him or anyone else that played during that time, but let's speak on facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's look at how many teams are in the league. Yep. Let's look at the competition. Mm-hmm. Um who was he going up against? I mean, yes, granted he went up against Wilt the Steel Chamberlain. Yeah. There was a lot of other Hall of Fame players at the time. The game was much different, but right. In general, the competition level that he played against, you only have to pl- you have to play against who you got to play against. I get right. that. Right. Right. Absolute great, phenomenal player. Right. But I think it's safe to say, getting those rings during that time period, the way that team was, I mean, I'm looking at the level of competition throughout that time. Mm-hmm. I don't think there was that much, and it was too easy the way that team was designed. Yeah. Yeah, they could easily go back to back to, to back, back to back, back to back to back to back. You know, right? So, I mean, like I said, I didn't get to watch it. I mm-hmm. read about it. I saw some stuff a little bit here and right. there from YouTube right. history and whatnot. But I definitely put him as a great. But he, I can't say he was a. Uh, he was a dominant player, but he had so many other dominant players on yeah. his squad on his team. Yeah, that it kind of. I don't know. He had a lot of assistance. A lot. For that era, I, I'll give him that. Uh-huh. I'm not going to take anything from the, the great man that Bill Russell is. He's the greatest for that era. And that's the same thing I mentioned about um, you know, Michael Jordan kind of transcended things. Well, right. you know, LeBron right now in the league that we have, he came in as the league had moved away from, um, you know, that, that chain linked. Um, you're going to catch this elbow from time to time and they ain't calling it. You, uh-huh. know, you really want to drive the paint. So uh-huh. LeBron was coming into the league during that time where they were grabbing up all the, uh, the European players in FIBA where they flopping and calling fouls on everything. And it right. kind of inflates your numbers a little bit. Right. You know, you have an off night free throw, you know, get get the uh-huh. free chicken, you know, get the right. NBA, NBA subsidized points. You know? Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. So era-wise, uh, you know, the great Mr. Bill Russell is the greatest for that era, the very early NBA. Um, transcendently, Michael Jordan. Currently, LeBron. But I I I you know, you can't compare where teams are like we're we're assembling a team to stop Michael Jordan and the Bulls. Right. And I, I think that's what it really came down to. A lot of teams are like, he's gone. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Just imagine uh, just front offices and coaching staffs and players when he sent that fax in and said, I'm back. And they're like, God dang it. <laughs> exactly. And, and you know, and, and then when he retired, 
the the first time. Yeah. Teams like, okay, we can go. We can mm-hmm. do it. And you remember during that time, the NBA, there were so many teams up and coming that were building and then yeah. you really couldn't just determine like, okay, this is the dominant team. Right. It right. wasn't. It was like, oh my right. gosh, you know, everyone pretty much has a chance right now. Right. You right. know, but uh when he came back, you're right, because remember now Orlando squad, Chicago Bulls, they were still solid. They yeah, were they were still, still solid. But it but, showed you the importance of Michael Jordan not being there. Exactly. Yeah. And that, that's not taking anything from Pippen because uh you, you talk about skill set and intangibles. Um some you talk about leaders and technicians. Mm-hmm. Some people are great technicians. Mm-hmm. But to lead may not be part of their character makeup, not a strong point of it. Right. And I, I think, um, you know, Scottie Pippen had his moment where, you know, people really put that little smudge on his body of work because it's like, it's your team now. You know, mm-hmm. Mike's not here. Show these critics. Show the league that you you are really that that key piece, you know. Right. It, it won't matter, you know, slightly as much if Mike isn't there. You can do this. We saw you take over when Mike was off. This is your moment, right? right. And um, I think it was just a leadership uh, thing with with uh, Pippen. Like I tell people all the time, it's not a knock against him. He is who he is, and that's an oh. intangible thing that you can't measure via numbers and things like that and uh you know bullet points but i just think that leadership wise that wasn't scotty's thing you know yeah that hardcore i'm demanding the best out of you guys i'm taking you to war you know uh scotty was was not that first sergeant you know no yeah he he was a a good platoon sergeant you know the unfortunate example of that you can look it up is when they had it and they were playing that serious, serious. Oh man! I think it was semifinals or yeah. the conference finals, and it got down to the end, and they're at a timeout, and, and he the didn't coach, come back Bill in. Jackson makes a determination to sign up a play for a ball not to go to Scotty, yep. to go to Tony, Tony Kukos, and yep. Scotty decided, you know what, I'm not going in. I'm not going in. A leader, you can't do that. Yeah, you, you definitely can. can't do that. Yeah, you cannot do that. You're supposed to say, okay. We'll set this up. I know I'm going to get the attention, uh, the attention, mm-hmm. and we'll set it up for someone else to go ahead and take that shot. Yeah, and that, that's out. like a defining moment of his his uh, yeah. body of work, unfortunately, because yeah. it, it goes back. And they they talked about this on the last dance, where um it was a play for Steve Kerr, mm-hmm. and Mike ensured that he drew the attention because everybody knew Mike is yeah. a killer. He's clutch. But yep. Steve Kerr was having the game of his life. Yep. And he knew if I pulled them all in, they're not going to respect Kerr. I'm going to kick it out. Kerr hits the game when it's shot. Yeah. As a leader, you have to know who your your what, what your your teammate's strengths are. I know what he does. I'm going to rely on you at this moment. Not saying I'm going to do it all. And, I, you know, back to LeBron. That's the thing that he... Uh, he gets ripped apart for the lack of the killer instinct. You know, wanting to take those critical shots at key moments. During the season, he does it. But it's like in the playoffs, it's kind of like, this is your moment. And you it, pass. You know what? Me yeah. watching LeBron, seeing his career. Yeah. he's He was never that guy in the first, I would say mm-hmm. the first half of his career. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he kind of grew into it. But yeah. he always had 
a solid right hand man where he could rely or depend on. Right. But you saw him eventually saying, "Okay, I'm gonna take this role," and he started stepping up. Right. He, he began doing that. It was right. later, but he started doing it. But you got to remember how you're built is how you're built. Right. You and are I, who you I are. To, I have to applaud him because we all know the first part of his career, his mentality and stuff was. You don't want to put this tag on him, but a lot of people do say he was kind of like a front runner. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then when things got tough and hard, you look for him, he kind of like shied away the from it. Yeah. It was like, come on, man, you can't. You got the skill set. You got all this for you. You can't. You can't. At your position and what you do, you can't hide in the shadows. You got to take the lead. And for whatever reason, I don't know if the mentality or something wasn't there, but eventually you started evolving into that. I, I think um, LeBron had his wake up call against the Spurs. In that series where they uh, snatch his headband down. No, I honestly, <laughs> honestly, I think it happened before that. Yeah, I think that first year when they had the super the super team, the Heatles, mm. when they went up against Dallas and was like, "Oh my god!" Oh uh, yeah, look at this team concept, and they just pretty much they he, he didn't know what to do. He was shell shocked, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Wow, Jason Terry." Yeah, Jason Terry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> that was a serious, I, I believe, learning lesson. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. I was like, Jason Terry, man, it was, was talking just, smack to him. It was what it was. Was you look at the teams? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the All Stars, the light would shine on them. Yeah, and it made it so much easier for that whole team concept. Rick Carlisle and his coaching style, right? For them to say, okay, you guys pay attention to these heels. Watch this. Watch yep. what we do. And when you have a team, you and I play sports. When a team is like that, like okay, y'all, y'all don't think we can do it? Watch this. How do you beat that? It, True. It, it's almost True. impossible because the team's True. like, nah, we're going to show you, and True. that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, it, it was uh, literally one of those David and Goliath moments, and David clearly was uh, popping Goliath with stones constantly. <laughs> <laughs> and you and, it, and the thing about it was you couldn't pinpoint like oh this is where the damage is coming from yeah. it changed yeah it changed and you they couldn't adapt to it yeah right. that was that was one of those series I was like I was like man he got this then I started why I was like game one I was like mm, oh this this <laughs> this is something yeah yeah I was not prepared for this but this is interesting uh-huh yeah yeah and so, it, it was a humbling experience for him yeah so you said for as far as we put out here so far, we have yeah. MJ, mm-hmm. we have LBJ, mm-hmm. we have Wilt. Yeah. Um, I would say there's two more. In, in my personal opinion, and okay. you tell me what you think. Go ahead. In any order, I would say, of course, this guy. I think for his career, when I'm talking high school through NBA, mm-hmm. I would say all around is probably the top career basketball player. That's Kareem. Yes. Yes. And he does not get enough credit. He gets left out for some That's reason. Shame. That's a shame. Um, and I, I don't understand it. I, I think it's a uh, an age thing. And um, I brought up Kareem. And, um, you know, a, a younger person like, what? You know? From he's, high school through NBA, yeah. he's been a winner. He's won yeah. championships. Yeah. Yeah. Lou Alcindor. There it is. A.K.A. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, UCLA Bruin. One of the bosses and yes. the big boss with Bruce Lee. Yep. <laughs> yep. Footprint on Bruce Lee's chest. Look it up. Mm-hmm. Mr. Skyhook. 
because he realized players were getting up on him. The most indefensible shot. Yeah, and he he came up with something to counter that. That's that's incredible. Like, okay, mm. you you guys realize if they get up on me, I have a problem. Let mm-hmm. me get in this gym and develop something. It's it's like the dream shake. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> right. It's like now you look at the dream shake, like, man, that was simple. But you had a big man moving like that. But you're, you're correct. Um, Mr. Abdul Jabbar gets left out. And I think that's very unfortunate. And, right. um, you know, I would say his teammate, you know, later on in uh, Kareem's career, you know, Mr. Irving, uh, Magic Johnson. Yeah. Who hey, could play is, every position. Weird. You can play yeah, every position. You're right. You're right. Um, man, this is where I have I struggle when it comes uh-huh. to I guess I don't want like I, said, I don't want to put people on order. your greatest five. Yeah, the, the last fifth pick. Yeah. I, I'm kind of Urban's definitely a Mr. Magic Man's definitely here because I look at his whole career from high school to college yeah. to NBA. Yeah. He was a winner also, five yeah. rings. Yeah, accomplishment all star. First ever greatest team ever assembled 92 dream team mm-hmm. I have him Then I have this other guy Talk Mr. I call 2.0 uh, Unfortunately we lost him last year mm. I I look at this dude I'm like wow He's um he, He's incredible <laughs> He's incredible you can't deny it yeah. Was known to be a gunner but Good Lord. Yeah. He, he, he was incredible. So between Urban Magic Johnson and Mr. Kobe Bean Bryant. Yes. I, I, I got to put them in there. Yeah. And, you know, it, the, the, the mystery was always what personal deeper impact that MJ have on Kobe? Because the, the soundbite we always had is like, yeah, Kobe's great because he copied all my moves. That's uh-huh. a quotable from MJ but upon his passing you know we found out what those two were doing together because right. this is the back end of MJ's career where he was just playing because he could you yeah. know um, that him picking his brain like in the game he was asking MJ questions there's like footage of that you know uh-huh. and you got to see that that big brother a hey, you're up next type thing uh-huh. you know I'm handing the torch to you yeah and um as a uh, uh, you know, pan respect, you know, he went with twenty four for a while, right? You know, like everybody will grab twenty three. You really don't want to put twenty three on your back, nah, nah. Because <laughs> there's an expectation, cursed. yeah. <laughs> I remember in high school, even pickup games, yeah, that jersey was sit there. People were like, nah, it's a no, curse. I ain't touching that. <laughs> yeah, you expect the ball out? You put that two three on, you know, <laughs> even forty five. You know, like, yeah. oh, you gonna wear that? Nah, yeah, good. but yes, uh, Kobe Bean Bryant, a, a 2.0 uh-huh. all around game, you know, and just lethal, lethal, a killer, never, never, never satisfied. Yep, that's not never enough. the 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 work ethic, the yep. discipline, the way he held people accountable. Mm-hmm. He was so much so that. To a fault in the beginning, it hurt him for his camaraderie with the team. Yeah, he's because the man. they were saying he's so aloft and he isolated himself. Mm-hmm. 
but he was so focused in tunnel vision on trying to be the best right you know and i like what shaq said um upon his passing he, he was really honest he said i took him for granted he said mm-hmm. we had our problems he said but i just felt like he would be there and we could always just really really get back to the early years i took him for granted and the things he brought to the team and the demands he put on me and him telling me it's your moment take over you know right like showcasing Shaq yeah you know and that was like if those two were on it was MJ and Pippen you know and the thing about you got this 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 is Shaq and his prom this massive man this you can't move him you know it's Uh get out the way or you're gonna wind up on sports center you know him shoving you to the ground yeah 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 and it's like it was times you could tell when the chemistry's there when you see them in the midst of a game like let's have some fun and they they put on a show for you Mm -hmm. so yeah you're right the the greats right there man um kobe mj you know magic johnson kareem you know the the late mr bill russell um, I'm always going to put the Mr. on uh, Bill Russell's name because his right. civil rights activism. That's really um, how I learned about him. You know, I did right. not know when I was younger that uh, Mr. Bill Russell was doing all these things. And I was like, oh, he's an amazing basketball player. I learned oh, yeah. about, you know, his his civic action first. Right. You know? And then later on, I was like, the solution.